ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد الحمد لله على نعمه الاسلام والسنه All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Bismillah ta'ala. We continue looking at a pillar or an article from the articles of Iman, from the articles of faith. And that is Al-Iman belief in the last day وقال الشيخ تقيل الدين رحمه الله تعالى ومن الإيمان باليوم الآخر الإيمان بكل ما أخبر به النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مما يكون بعد الموت يسألن from the belief in the last day is the belief in everything that the Prophet he told us will take place after death is believing in everything that the Prophet he told us will take place after after the death and from it as a Shaykh Taqiyuddin Rahimullah Ta'ala, he goes on to say, فَيُؤْمِنُونَ بِفِتْنَةِ الْقَبْرِ وَعَذَابِ الْقَبْرِ وَنَعِيمِهِ He says, and they, and Shaykh Uthaymeen, Rahimullah Ta'ala, he's going to explain who are the they. And they believe in the fitna of the qabr, and in the punishment of the grave, and in the bliss of the grave. Naam? Because in the grave, an individual, they will either be in a state of punishment or they will be in a state of bliss. Because there are punishments of the grave in that time frame in the barzakh, before an individual is resurrected, after they have left this dunya. And there is a bliss during that time frame for those who were good doers when they were alive. And there is a fitna of the grave. So firstly, the Shaykh he mentions, he says, Al-fitna, huna, al-ikhtibab. That what is intended by fitna here, that it means a test, the test of the grave. Because as, as is known, the word fitna could come and it bears a number of meanings from them a test 
from them a calamity, a tragedy, so on and so forth. A trial, naam, and the like. But here what is intended by fitna, wal-murad bin fitna, al-qabr, as-su'al al-mayyit idha dufin. It means the questioning of the person who has passed away once they are buried. Once they are buried, then they will be questioned. An Rabbih, An Dini, An Nabiyyihi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They will be questioned about their Lord, about their religion, and about the Prophet, their Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it is incumbent that we know and we understand that this is something that will take place. The angels, they will come to the individual as the Prophet ﷺ, he informed us that when the individual has died and the people have walked away from their grave, then the angels will come to that individual and they will sit them up inside of the grave. And they will ask him, Man Rabbuk, who is your Lord? Madinuk. What is your religion? Man Nabiyuk, who is your prophet? And only those individuals who believe correctly in this world, they will be the only ones who will be able to answer. And only those who had Iman here in this dunya, they will be the only ones who will be able to answer this interrogation. Because answering of these questions is not restricted to just knowing about it, any Ambishay. Just knowing about it in this dunya. No. But an individual had to have had Iman. So there are many proofs and evidences which points us to the fact that there will be a trial of the grave. Allah Ta'ala in his noble book he says as it comes in Surah Ibrahim. يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Allah Ta'ala he says what means... And Allah will fortify those who believe. That Allah will fortify those who believe. So in order to have this fortification, that we have to have proper belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With that firm statement. Because the interrogation will be so intense. It will be so terrifying. It will be so horrific that an individual without the tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not be able to answer just from the state of pure dread and fear and horror. This is how intense this interrogation will be. It won't be something nice. They ask you nicely, who is your Lord? It will be something that is very intense, very frightening. It should terrify us. The only way that we will be able to answer the question correctly is if we have firm belief in this world. So Allah, so, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He promises the believers here in this ayah, that Allah will fortify those who believe in this world and in the next. The ulama they say was meant by this means inside the grave. When they're being questioned, who is your Lord? Who is, what is your religion? Who is your prophet? And this is something that if we truly have concern for ourselves, we would make it our business to learn it. With his proofs and his evidences. Because when it comes to the likes of these affairs, blind following does not benefit. When it comes to the likes of these affairs, blind following, it does not benefit. Where do we get that understanding from? The Ulema, they mention 
as it comes in the, in the narration of the interrogation of the grave, is that those ones who don't know the proper answer, they don't know the proper answer. When the angels ask them these questions, they will say, uh, uh, They will say, uh, uh, I don't know. I heard the people saying something, so I said it too. This is what? Blind following. You hear the people say something, so then you say it. This will not benefit. And the proof is that it will not benefit these individuals. I heard the people saying, so I said, no. Those who don't know the answer, then as the, uh, the Prophet and he informed us, they will be hit over their head with a, uh, a hammer or a mallet type of thing. And, and thus will begin the punishment for the likes of these individuals. It will be a tremendously horrific occasion. So it is incumbent that we understand this and that we thus and subsequently prepare for it by believing correctly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is how these things are connected. Now, our belief in the last day, it will necessitate that we prepare for those events that are going to happen after our death. So that will mean that during our lives, we have to do that which is uh, correct. So the punishment of the grave, it is real and is that in which we have to prepare for. As aforementioned, Allah Ta'ala, He mentions it in the Quran here in this ayah that could be found in Surah Ibrahim in his verse 27. Likewise, we find it in the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as it comes in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, Ista'idhu billah min adab al-qabr Seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave. Seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave. So therefore, in, this, in the statement of Shaykh Taqiyuddin, Rahimullahu Ta'ala, فَيُؤْمِنُونَ So they believe, meaning, Ahlul Sunnah. Naam, Shaykh Uthaymeen, Rahimullahu Ta'ala, he mentions, وَيَعُوذُ الضَّمِيرِ يَعْنِ يَعُوذُ يَعُوذُ عَلَىٰ أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ That the pronoun here, it goes back to the people of the Sunnah. Ay, Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. The people of the Sunnah, those who are born with that which is correct, they believe in the punishment of the grave. The Prophet wasallam he commanded us to seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave. In fact, every salah, every single salah, we are to ask Allah to protect us from the punishment of the grave. And we are to seek protection with Allah from the punishment of the grave in every single prayer. As it comes in the hadith of Abu Hurairah, Fima Rawahu Muslim fi Sahihi, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Ida Tashahada Ahadukum Falyastaid Fayastaid Milla min Arbain. He said that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said what means, and when one of you prays, when he makes Tashahud, the ulama they say this means the final Tashahud before you make Taslim. When one of you makes Tashahud, then let them seek refuge in Allah from four things. Let them seek refuge in Allah from four things. Yaqood, let them say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adabi jahannam. That, O oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the punishment of the, the hellfire, jahannam. Naam. Wa min adabi al-qabr. And from the punishment of the grave. Wa min fitnatil mahya wal mamat. 
and from the trials of life and death woman fitnatil masih at dajjal and from the trial of the masih at dajjal from the the dajjal the antichrist the false christ naam these four things we are to seek refuge with allah from them in every single prayer so much so that some of the ulama they will they mention that if one forgets to make this dua before making taslim then they should repeat their prayer this is how intense and how serious you have from ahlul ilm those who have taken this why because this is essential and from those things that we have to we have to we have to rear and teach our children upon is to seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave there are many things that we try to prepare them for for life right this is why we teach them how to read teach them you know arithmetic and so on and so forth to prepare them for life and that's good and there's nothing wrong with that we have to prepare them for life but we have to prepare them for their real life and their real life starts with their death so in order to have a real good life and the hereafter that's the real good life then we have to prepare them for that by teaching them the likes of these things so the concept of schools maraqis centers of learning and so on and so forth this is not something that is a convenience right or something that uh if we can do it is good this is a must this is necessary because just because we live here in the west does that mean that our experience after our death will be any different does it mean it'll be any different because we're here in florida when we die is going to be different and if someone who were to die in uh, mogadishu or marrakesh or so on and so forth is it a different experience because we died in mississippi or in minnesota it's the same experience we have to prepare for this and if we don't put our children in situations where they can learn the likes of these things how, how are they going to learn if we ourselves don't know these things and how are we going to pass that on to others so the concept that some of the uh, parents have unfortunately when it comes to the uh, the Quran program inside of the masjid or the weekend school and so on and so forth where that becomes their break so they can have some me time some mommy and daddy time and so on and so forth so they drop the kids off and so they can be watched for a few hours and then they come back this this can't be our understanding at all this is like this we're setting ourselves up for loss do you want to be that individual who when the angels ask you who is your lord what is your religion who is your prophet do you want to be that person that says ah ah la adri sami'tu nas yaquluna shay'a qultu oh oh i don't know heard the people saying something so i said it Do you want to be that guy? Of course not. Do you want your children to be that individual? Of course not. How do you escape being from that person? Allah Ta'ala he makes firm who? Yuthabbitu Allahu alladhina what? Amen. Those who believe, Allah Ta'ala he would fortify those that truly believe. So we have to have institutions where our children they learn the true belief. We have to have institutions where we go and learn the true belief. Just because it's free and you don't have to pay for it don't mean that you don't take it seriously. The Islamic study classes that we have here in the masjid therefore a great purpose so that we can study and learn our religion. If we don't take these classes seriously, then how are we going to learn the likes of this dua? How are we going to learn how to pray? 
And a person can't say, oh, I learned how to pray when I was little, I know how to pray. When I mean how to pray, this is what I mean. And this is a challenge for us, inshallah, ta'ala. Is there any one of us who, for every single thing they do in the salah, can bring a proof and evidence why they do it like that? Every single thing that you do in your prayer, why do you do it like that? Mind you, the Prophet said, Pray as you see me praying. Right? The Prophet commanded us to pray the way what he taught us how to pray. Right? Now when you look around, you'll see people praying differently based upon how they were taught by whomever. And there are certain variations that are okay. Because the Prophet said, let me taught us these things between this and between that. So in other words, there are things that you can do different ways. That's good because it's all taught, from the, taught to us by the Prophet Wasallam. The question is, the question is, do you feel secure? Can you truthfully and honestly say that everything you do in a prayer, you know exactly why you do it and you can prove that this was taught to us by the Prophet Wasallam. If not, then this is why you need to come to classes in the masjid so that you can learn. Now, we have to have علينا بالعلم We have to have knowledge. Now, and knowledge, knowledge about what? Knowledge about Allah, knowledge about our and the Prophet knowledge about the deen of Islam with proofs and evidences. Why? Why are these three affairs so important? Having knowledge about Allah, Knowledge about our religion, knowledge about the Prophet. I said, Why are these three affairs so important? Because these are the three affairs we're going to be asked about in our grave. That's why they're important. That's why we have to study them with proofs and evidences. Naam? So that, inshallah ta'ala, when we are asked, we'll be able to answer because we'll be from those who truly believe here in this life. And Allah ta'ala, He will fortify us and by the, the, the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is it that those who answer answer correctly only by the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the question is what are we putting forward what efforts are we showing to um, to say and to scream and to beg and to plead oh Allah please give us your bounty oh Allah please give us your bounty what effort are you putting into to, uh, towards that and towards that goal alakul the punishment of the grave, it is that which is real. We prepare for it, not by waiting until when we die to try to get ready, but we prepare for it from right now, so that in our grave we can be in a state of bliss and not in a state of punishment, because for the grave, there's either going to be punishment or there's going to be bliss. There is no third option, punishment or bliss, adab or na'im. And we ask Allah Ta'ala make us of those who have the bliss of the grave, those who their grave is a, like a garden from the gardens of Jannah, and to save us from being of those who their grave is like a pit from the pit of the hellfire. فَنَكْتَفِي بِهَذَا فَأَسْلَمْ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَجَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا